Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. The COPA stands for Conference of the Parties to the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, UNFCCC, which is an international climate summit that is held annually unless the parties or the countries involved decide otherwise. At COPS, world leaders gather to work together on solutions to tackle climate change. There are now 198 parties, 197 countries plus the European Union to the convention constituting near-universal membership. Cultural survival attended COP28 in Dubai from November 30 to December 12, 2023 and spoke about some of the outcomes of the scope to delegates who attended the negotiations. My name is Helen Magata. I'm from the Kadaklan indigenous peoples from the northern part of the Philippines. So what have we achieved so far in COP28? I don't know if I should call this an achievement, but we see some references of indigenous peoples in some um, draft decision texts in COP28, such as, for instance, in the global stock take, in the preambular decision, uh, in the preambular section of the draft decision, it refers to indigenous peoples um, as vulnerable groups. It refers to rights of indigenous peoples. It also refers to um, the, the knowledge of indigenous peoples. But we don't see a lot of this reflected in the operative text. Um, and we want to see it. Our call is that we want to see them um, operationalized in the operative text and also for it to distinguish the knowledge of indigenous peoples from local knowledge and from traditional knowledge which is the Paris Agreement which the Paris Agreement is really very um, clear about the second thing is on climate finance um, we don't see reports of how indigenous peoples are cl accessing climate finance even if the countries are saying that uh, there's an increasing global financial flow from developed to developing countries they don't have a data we don't have a data of how indigenous peoples are accessing at the local level so we want to call on the op financial operating entities of the UNFCCC the Green Climate Fund, the Global Environmental Facility, the Adaptation Fund they are in the best position to lead this creation of data of indigenous people's access to climate finance. I would say it's not just an achievement of this COP, it's an achievement of all the indigenous peoples who have been tirelessly engaging with the UNFCCC in the in the um, in the few years in, in the past years, and yeah, it's not well. The UNFCCC is a stage where the decision makers are the states. Indigenous peoples are outsiders. We are observers, and um, it's not very easy. There are instances where we don't have tickets to go in. We don't have the the right color of our badges, which is not pink, to go in the rooms. And oftentimes they talk about us as only vulnerable people and not as contributors. And we want to emphasize that indigenous peoples are contributors, so we should be treated as partners. The UNFCCC is designed for the parties to decide 
I think that's that's number rule number one. So making it more inclusive um, in in terms of looking at how methodologies are being done, for instance, in the discussion of the new collective quantified goal, to 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 open the to open the the methodology for indigenous peoples and non-state actors to be able to engage, and to also equally contribute, sit down as partners and not seen as. Um, and that should be the default and not an afterthought. There's, um, the Paris Agreement is very clear about human rights based, but there's not going to be human rights. Um, there's not going to be an achievement of human rights if there's no recognition of indigenous people's rights. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook, Twitter and listen to Indigenous Rights Radio on SoundCloud and Spotify. Yeah.